Right, welcome back, everyone. I'm here with Mike Williamson. Uh, we're going to talk about a topic I haven't talked about on this show before, uh, mainly what's what, what the heck's going on with the Emergencies Act in Canada right now. Mike's going to give us, a, a, as a uh, former Canadian, uh, or no, you know, I'm assuming you don't yeah. have a, I'm assuming you don't have a uh, pat. Well, maybe you have a passport, but you don't. You don't. I mean, you don't. You're not. A, you don't have a Canadian citizenship right now. So. No, we were we were landed immigrants. We were legal resident aliens. Yeah. Okay, but you live there from um, age seven to eleven. So let's, if you could kind of start with, how did all this start, and then where are we today, and then what, what the heck is going on? Yeah. So, so a brief relevant background for Canada: it's the second largest nation by land area. Bunches of it's not really inhabitable readily. <clears throat> I think ninety percent of the population is still within hundred miles of the, of the U.S. Canadian border. Um, so you've got a bunch of urbanites and then a scattering of uh, rural people. You know the the uh, the, the north the population of the Northwest Territory is thirty five thousand people. Mm-hmm. That's that's uh, technically a a, a, well, a territory, not a province. But then you get to Toronto, where Greater Toronto is you know several million people. <clears throat> so there, there's a disparity there, and then most of the population is in uh, Quebec and Ontario. Uh, the Maritimes are distinct culture, and then Western Canada is again a distinct culture. And Arctic Canada is a distinct culture, and then you've got uh, Vancouver out there, which is sort of a mishmash. And then you got Quebec, <laughs> and then like... Quebec. Yeah, um, yeah, Quebec's weird because, ironically, their language is closer to Old French than modern French is. It's a, it's a very Norman. Um, in, evolved uh, language mm-hmm. and uh, they, they very much want to be French and the French really don't like them. <laughs> so, it's uh, yeah it's uh, it's a fascinating uh, and uh, where I lived I could get Sesame Street in English and Spanish from Buffalo and English and French on the Canadian side so I learned bits of all three languages and then a bit of French in school enough to order meals or cuss at people um, and we were close enough to Niagara Falls that we went there 60, 70 times. So it never gets boring. It, it never gets boring watching 2 million cubic feet of water a second come up the edge. Um, but uh, yeah, Canada was in, when, I, when we got there, was in the process of developing its um, healthcare system, which worked very well at the time. And then, mm-hmm. as, as often happens, you know, there, there is a finite budget. And when you're in, including a bunch of bureaucrats, it's not necessarily well distributed. You know, they, they, they still have exceptional care for emergencies, but for routine stuff, there's huge backlogs mm-hmm. and, and other issues of a, of a social democracy. <clears throat> and uh, so, you know, it, it, it went along. And they actually had, in a lot of cases, they, they were, for example, much later to legalize abortion in the U.S., they've had different issues with native peoples than the U S has, and sometimes worse. Mm-hmm. This whole thing, the Canadians are so polite. It's like, uh, well, it's like the schools, uh, like where the, right. where the Catholic schools and the, where the Which children. never happened with that, that incident that was, uh, caused really burn never actually happened. There is no documentation for it. The tribes insist they're not missing anybody. Yeah. That was oh, something wow. somebody threw out on Twitter, which is very good. That, that's a good point here. That, that burned 60 churches to the ground. And the government said, well, we can, well, Trudeau said, well, we condemn it, but you kind of understand their anger. Like, no, 
<laughs> I'm from Scotland and I don't speak Scottish or Gaelic because the English completely suppress my culture. That doesn't justify me in burning English churches down. And but yeah, it's been a, you know, they had a certain number of uh, BLM protests and Antifa, less than we did, but they still had some violence. Um, you know, so it's, and the urban areas are always <clears throat> worse. So the last time I saw Toronto, it looked like it was getting more, it looked more and more like Chicago, which is not a good look because it had been a yeah. very, very pretty town. And then it got to be a more and more crowded, <clears throat> um, gray town. And, uh, but the lockdowns there were <clears throat> devastating. So there is, um, if you, um, my father would get up in the morning, we had an underground parking garage. He'd drive to the train station, get on a train. The train went into GO, Government Ontario trains. The GO train went into Toronto underneath his office building. <clears throat> and he'd go up to his office. So he, he didn't see daylight for several months of the year. It was dark when he left in the morning and dark when he came back at night. <clears throat> you know, for example, uh, we lived in a multi-story apartment building. Uh, Mississauga is effectively, they don't want to admit it, they're effectively a suburb of uh, Toronto. Mm -hmm. the Long Branch Arsenal it was about two miles from where I lived <clears throat> and that suburb then when we got there was 230,000 people when we left it was 350,000 people oh, wow. and it's now 850,000 people and this is a suburb you know, it's nothing but skyscrapers <clears throat> it's um, multi-story after multi-story apartment buildings <clears throat> um, a, a modest house on a tiny strip of land is a million dollars or more <clears throat> So you get a lot of people crammed in really close. And uh, the entire underneath, <clears throat> that when they designed the city, they designed a really nice city. <clears throat> called an architect and designed everything. The entire underneath there is basically a giant shopping mall. The trains come in, and there's shops, there's um, stands, there's a few venues, there's restaurants, all within walking distance of any of the downtown buildings. And, and why, why is it all underground? Because of the cold? Or... Um, that's part of it. I mean, you've got trans mass transit coming right in, so they put the stuff right there, and then in the winter you've got cold and snow, because you get lake effect snows. We get deep, right. got deep snows. <clears throat> and that was all shut down. So, you know, huge number, because, well, it's an enclosed space. It's like, well, yeah, but it's also got tremendous ventilation, mm -hmm. which I know something professionally about. With that kind of ventilation, your risk of anything is minimal. But they lock everything down, and all those businesses, most of them tanked. They're gone. I mean, you can't go for two years without business. Yep. Uh, and pay rent. And then the same thing above the surface. So as much as things were hurt here, a lot of areas up there were hurt worse. It was as bad as it would be in New York. Or where I am in California. Like, there's a yeah. ton of businesses that are never coming back. Right. Well, there are everywhere, but I mean, when, when you have a higher population density, those businesses are more dependent on either foot traffic or, mm -hmm. you know, either regular business traffic, which wasn't happening. <clears throat> you know, out where I am in the country, you know, we expect to drive where we're going. So, mm -hmm. you know, it, it's it, a lot of those businesses suffered a lot less. And uh, <clears throat> then most of the world is getting rid of the mandates and, you know, Politics aside, if you crunch the numbers, they, they, they say that uh, COVID killed 200,000 people in 2020 in the U.S. That's the revised number. But you start off with a high estimate, and then they peel off the ones. Well, this guy tested positive, but he had a heart attack. You know, most like right. So 200,000 divided by a third of a billion 
is a mortality below 87 thousandths of a percent, mm-hmm. which is worse than the flu, but it, it's not, they were saying 2% and maybe 10%, which it was off by orders of magnitude. Yeah, and there's people who are still running around in hysteria. Yeah. And, you know, governments, even Australia is finally starting to lose some, some restrictions. Well, they got rid of their guns in what, 1996? Um, well, that, that's not, I mean, so Australia, uh, since I, I, I know that subject in detail, um, they, um, their official estimate was that for 25 million people, they had two and a half million guns. Um, they registered or accounted for all 800,000 of them <clears throat> and said they must, their estimates must have been off. So there's a lot of guns there. Um, yeah, just not, uh, some, yeah, legally. Semi-autos yeah. are heavily restricted unless you're a farmer and has, have to do pest control. Uh, they still have lever actions, bolt actions, revolvers. They, they've got plenty of guns. Same with Canada. You know, there's, there's certain mm-hmm. types they don't have. But if you get enough people angry, <clears throat> you know, there's more than enough guns to do the job. Um, <clears throat> But even Australia has realized, and they, they were trying the concept, so is New Zealand, we're an island, so we'll just shut everything off and we'll be fine. And well, there's been two infections in the Antarctic research stations. You, you, can't, you can't beat a virus. It's, my wife's first degree is epidemiology and I did hazmat control in the military. You're not gonna beat this. You, know, you can mitigate individual spread you know, by mm-hmm. good sanitation, avoid people who are you know, runny-nosed or sneezing, <clears throat> you know, don't shake hands if you don't have to. But you know, at some point, it's a disease that's out there, and your odds of getting it are the same, regardless of what you do. Otherwise, yeah. I mean, the queen just got it. Yeah. She had like a protective bubble around her and all that stuff, right? She's ninety-five. Yeah, and yeah. you know, Trump was in his seventies and survived it. Boris Johnson was in his seventies and survived it. You know, if you've got a bunch of comorbidities, it's absolutely lethal. But if you don't, you know, my wife was in the hospital for a week on oxygen. She's American, oh, Indian, wow. so she's susceptible. Um, she's already got a susceptibility to um, uh, pneumonia. We we all gotten through the flu. We we just finished all getting through the flu, and then she came down with this as well. <laughs> but you know, she recovered with a minimal amount of, of treatment, supplemental oxygen, and they gave her some blood thinners as a precaution. But that was about it. <clears throat> okay, so Canada, Canada. yeah, yeah Canada, Canada went Canada. Uh, <laughs> completely nuts <clears throat> under Justin Trudeau. <clears throat> all kinds of names for him, <clears throat> which are hilarious. So someone's calling him. So is Castro his dad or what? Um, there's so <clears throat> one of the, uh, on the uh, honeymoon tour that uh, Pierre and uh, Margaret took. There's a redacted location, and if you look at the way she looks at uh, Castro in a lot of these photos, the way she talks about him, and how similar he is, it's pretty clear. Yes, that's almost certainly the case, but I mean that shouldn't have any significant effect unless of course he worships his dad but uh, <clears throat> it, uh he might have his it might you know it might have the genes right of a yeah. dictator there yeah, might be some yeah, tendencies you there you have to yeah i, I was like is this, is this something that can be inherited just if so yeah. <laughs> eugenics for dictators um no but part, i mean part of it's you know there's there's heritable traits right like yeah uh, you know, and there's there's environmental traits. It's just a question traits, of what yes. the proportion is, yeah. right? But he he was pushing for this emergency powers act several years ago, and got it for you know, just in case. It's like in case of what? <laughs> well, you know, in case Canada's invaded, and we have to. Why by whom? <laughs> by whom? Yeah. You, 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 Canada's got the greatest defense policy in the world. If you invade Canada, you have to take Quebec. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> who wants that? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> 
uh, you know, who, who's going to invade them? You know, you, yeah, there's lots of oil, there's lots of grain, there's lots of uranium and diamonds, and there's lots of geese and lots of Arctic and lots of wide open space with nothing on it. And then your neighbors with America. Right. <laughs> that was my first thought. I mean, that, that before you went to Quebec, I was like, it's America. Like, yeah. But yeah, he was pushing for that. And um, so, yeah, they had this protest, which wasn't, as far as footprint, wasn't significantly different from other protests. But mm-hmm. yeah, they were, well, they're blocking the streets. Well, so did um, the, um, uh, the Antifa uh, in the US, right? Yeah. And before that, the, um, the, the Occupy protests. Right. <laughs> yeah. And uh, there were BLM protesters handcuffing yeah. themselves and blocking highways, not not political capitals, because you know, this was the political capital they were blocking. <clears throat> yeah, there's people who live there as well, but you know, it's not the same as blocking. And, 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 and what was the source of their like? Why were they protesting? And what and what were they doing as part of the protest? Yeah, and uh, and of course this gets spun all kinds of ways in the press, but they were protesting the vaccine mandate <clears throat> for crossing the border, and apparently the truckers are required to wear masks in their cabs. Which is not conducive to, you know, doesn't make any sense. Facial coverings are bad for blood flow and oxygen right. flow. Yeah, and um, so they were protesting that, and the fact that the lockdowns have affected them too. And then on a larger scale, you know, there were elements in this country trying to blame the backlog of ships. Oh well, our truck drivers don't want to, you know, transport things. Like, so you're going to blame the truckers who can't transport it until it's unloaded. The fact it's not unloaded, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, so they they went in and sat down, and if you look at it, there's bouncy houses and there's um, barbecues and hot tubs. And you know, why do they have their kids and dogs as shields? It's like, well, if you're going to be gone for two weeks, I'd be taking my kids with me. If I had a dog, yeah. Uh, well, and it's not like are they are they destroying property at all or like setting um, fires or anything I, like there's, that? There's always a bad element, but it it looks like it's a very yeah. very minimal bad element. <laughs> I, I was comparing you know, the, the George Floyd protests where the entire cities got burned down. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, that had nothing to do with it. I mean, you know, if, you, if you're angry, and you know, as a dedicated anarchist leaning type, you know, if you want to burn down federal buildings and police stations, I won't necessarily support you, but you've picked the right target. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're going after the government who makes all these rules. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> I, you're not I, going. I, yeah, you're not going after somebody who is a private business who right, didn't yeah. had nothing to do with any of this yeah. stuff. But when you're when right. you're protesting for black rights and you burn burn down a black owned liquor store, what have you actually accomplished? Right. <clears throat> you know, yeah. So they were they 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 were just sitting there, <clears throat> and apparently Trudeau decided this is the worst threat Canada has ever faced and requires emergency war powers. <clears throat> And the, well, the terrifying part is, you know, so they're seizing the assets of all these uh, people, and they're being cheered on in this. Except there's no due process. They haven't filed. They have. They don't have a conviction. They haven't filed charges. They don't have a court order. You know, it's not even a the. It, there's some thinly veiled cases in this country of um, uh, asset forfeiture, where they file charges and then drop the charges. But they haven't even done that. And it's uh, there's people who have similar names have been tagged. They're even though they do that, they. Where they weren't even at the protest, right? Or aren't involved. Uh, people right. who sent money are being having their accounts seized. <clears throat> people who are related to people who sent money are having their accounts seized, you know, because they expressed an opinion that Trudeau doesn't like. Uh, roughly, how many people do you think have been targeted? Um, it, it, uh, there's, there's been several hundred have you know have certainly been you know, public about it. 
And of course, in some cases, there may be some other reason the government's going after them too. I mean, you know, people always love to say, I'm being repressed when, well, they actually are a criminal, but you know, <clears throat> most of these people, they were donating money to, a, to help the truckers you know, pay their bills while they went and said, um, some attention here. <clears throat> um, quite a few of the local businesses opposed it. Quite a few of the local businesses supported it. And uh, you know they were getting, they were selling coffee, they were selling uh, food. You know. Aren't are they getting targeted? Like those 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 yep. businesses that just yep. just just um, stayed open. To... The coffee shops got yeah. We, you were selling coffee to these people who were protesting. Yeah, I'm a coffee. You we were selling coffee, coffee to everybody. Yeah, right. Um, there was um, um, <clears throat> related to those uh, something else. Um, uh, but um. <clears throat> Um, oh, and, and then there was an issue with the, uh, so they tried to get tow truck drivers to go in and tow them and the heavy recovery drivers uh, refused. And this uh, this was being painted as, well, they've been threatened. Uh, well, no, but the government wants to hire them right now to tow this truck once. Over the next 10 years, that driver might need four or five tows and he ain't going to hire the bastard to uh, yeah. tow him out of the protest. <laughs> like, well, that's part of what the Emergencies <laughs> Act requires. Like yeah. the, the government can literally... Yeah, order, order you to, yeah. to, to tow other so, people so, or, or to yeah. do stuff for, for well, yeah. to do things. I don't know if they pay you or not, but, but they, they were saying they were going to pay them. And then that was the, uh, the excuse. Well, they're going to pay them. So it's perfectly okay. Like, well, so if you insist that a prostitute has to perform an act on you, but you'll pay her, it's still wrong. <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah. 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 People have agency to decide what they want to do. Yeah. Unless yeah. they're a slave. Yeah. You can't order someone to do something. You know, you know that's uh yeah. Yeah, you can. I mean, it's easier to order somebody not to do some something. Yeah. Right. Which is a negative. I forget the difference between yeah. positive and negative rights, but I, I you can't that. force. Yeah, you can't force somebody to to do something like that's indentured servitude effectively. Yeah. I, I was glad to see the um. So the, the Mounties overall have a phenomenal reputation for policing. Uh, they, they've always been exemplary, and someone got a screenshot of several of them cheering on the woman who got trampled by a horse who is alive she didn't die but she was a tribal elder for the mohican tribe i think and she's on mm -hmm. a walker um <clears throat> the horses were going through people on walkers can't move very quickly the horse realized it was stepping on something and took pressure off so she didn't get hurt badly but there were people cheering that it was a great thing that you know tribal elders were being trampled by horses for you know daring to protest the prime minister and there was um someone got a screenshot from a chat room that had RCMP officers in it gloating about how great it was. Um, a friend of mine is a retired Mountie. Apparently, they're being officially reprimanded, which basically means they're likely to be fired. You know, even the perception that you, you know, you know, if these things happen, it's unfortunate. If it's necessary, you know, they have procedures, and none of them should be glorifying violence. <clears throat> so it looks like they're trying to maintain their standards, but we are when at this point the prime minister has de facto dictatorial power <clears throat> you know he can say this person's a problem seize their bank account cut off their insurance take their professional license <clears throat> and everyone who's involved with them does he not realize that people behave in very different ways when you take away anything for them to he, well he grew up a spoiled little brat so i doubt it <clears throat> but yeah. it, it's all, it, his personality is very it's textbook narcissistic it's all about him uh, he, and he doesn't under he doesn't have a comprehension of how to back off. It's like the culture of the Imperial Japanese in World War II. There there is no concept of retreating or surrender. All he can do is escalate. 
<laughs> and eventually, what are the people around him doing? Like, are there people uh, in the Canadian government are yeah. cheering this on? Uh, apparently, the NDP and the New, Demo- New Democratic Party and the Liberals uh, supported it enough to vote for it fifty-five percent in Parliament. But do these people not realize that? Do these people not realize that? Do these people not realize when there's a change in power that those same same powers can be invoked against folks on the other side of the aisle? Um, I, they should, but most people are just apparently not that bright. <laughs> and do they also not realize that they, by like freezing bank accounts and things like that, you could, you know, it's I'm unlikely, but you could have you could fr- semi versus police car. At this point, yeah. Um, although I, it, I, it's not impossible, you'll see that roadside. Oh, I slipped on the wheel. Slam. Um, well, are these guys? Are these people going to get their access to their bank accounts back? Is I, it I, just they just froze because they 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 yeah, donated, or is yeah, there a quid yeah. pro quo? No, I, I, um, I, I don't know the details of that, but it's it's you know even worse. I said an asset forfeiture here, where you know, they seize your assets, so you can't get a lawyer. But on paper, you're worth X amount of money, so they won't provide you a lawyer. So how do you get how do you get a lawyer? So uh, it, it has um, I, I've seen um, commentary on a lot of the uh, preparedness forums. There's bunches of people. Canada had a, a brief actual run on the banks. Those bunches of people in a lot yeah. of countries are now drawing out cash and keeping cash on hand. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, look, the moment I see that in the United States, I don't care if they're doing it to Antifa, yeah. right? Like. I'm I'm taking my money out, putting it elsewhere. Like, yeah. you know what I'm and if they seize like your uh, your investments and that, say, you know, how do you get it back? Even if they admit they were wrong at some point, good luck with that. How do you actually get back all that type of stuff? Well, it's also destabilizing. Like they're destabilizing yeah. their own gut, like their own economy yeah. and their government. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, they were demanding one of the um, processors for uh, cryptocurrency. Give them a list of. Uh, I've seen that. And they're going. We don't know. Uh, we're just an exchange point. <laughs> yeah, it's like I mean, they, they sh- I mean, it could have been, it could have been a three, a, a four, a four-word sentence. Mm-hmm. That is the point, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? That's why cryptocurrency exists. It, it, there's no society that does not have a government. Uh, although I would argue that most government functions are not necessary and can be done, you know, without, just without the morass of a bureaucracy. That has a delay right. time before it can issue a, a ruling. <clears throat> but <clears throat> more and more, we're seeing things that <clears throat> are being taken over by the private sector, um, by uh, individual development. And the more the bureaucrats are threatened by having their jobs removed, the harder they are fighting to keep them. You, know, you will have yeah. a government. Right? I don't need a government to do that for me. And it, it's, uh, you know, there, there was a large rural versus urban component to the uh, American Revolution. But of course, these days, the majority of people are urban and in you know, Canada, it, you know, it's, it's massive. You know, so, um, you know, the, I, I don't know if any, that there's mumbles about Western promises seceding, but I don't think that's going to happen. <clears throat> For one thing, they're landlocked. Right. You know, I mean, they've got the US on the South and then they've got Canada around them. Um, but it's certainly creating a lot of unrest. I was actually surprised several of the provinces rolled back their restrictions, including Quebec. I figured they'd be the last one to roll it back, but they went ahead and rolled back a lot of their restrictions. Um, and they've, they've had several issues with public health care previously. So they, you know, they, they were trying to say that if you weren't vaccinated, you couldn't get health care. 
Well, that's Hippocratic Oath through and through. Right. Well, they previously <laughs> they previously had a lawsuit where because of the delay times in you know non-emergent surgery, gentlemen who had money <clears throat> just wanted to pay a doctor out of pocket. <clears throat> and the um, provincial government tried to say he couldn't that he didn't have the right to seek health care at his own expense, and their their provincial court. Well, of course he does. If he can yeah. just pay someone to perform surgery, he can pay. That's fine. Right. <laughs> But they, they actually had a debate over whether or not you're entitled to get your own health care once the government has control of it. I mean, the, the, uh, this debate should never take place. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what was the spark that caused him to invoke the Inver- Emergencies Act? Like what? I mean, well, I, I guess it was. Uh, <clears throat> so the previous protests, the churches, which shouldn't have been burned, you know, Antifa and a lot of Antifa's issues might have been resolved if people had talked to them sooner. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm not in any way endorsing the the you know the the murders, the rapes, the arson, everything else. But at the same time, if you if you get uh, if you start engaging this with someone, you got them busy. Well, but Mike, they don't exist. I know. But, <laughs> <laughs> they don't exist, Mike. <laughs> no, I know. Yeah, the yeah, was just an idea. Yeah. No. Yeah. No yeah idea. How are you going to talk to Eisenhower? He's dead. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And. Uh, but yeah, he refused. He, he met with them. He met with you know, other groups. And then this group, he just uh, fled for his uh, $8 million cabin in the, uh, oh, sorry, more than $8 million cabin on the lake. Of course, uh, you know, being on a lake in Ontario is not very hard. <laughs> but, uh, Wait, so, so he's uh, he's basically secluded himself now? or He did. He secluded himself then. And then there was even, um, I was watching some of the parliament feeds. It was like, we, we need you to come up and answer these questions. Yeah, whether we like your answer or not, you're the prime minister. You have to answer the questions. <laughs> this is your job. But you know, he he he, he seems to be very dictatorial minded. That's what he wants to do. So, it, it does. How how does that uh, the Emergencies Act work? Is he the only one who can invoke it, or does he need consent from he needed, other he people in government? Consent within a week, and uh, he had he actually had Parliament blocked for a day, um, and uh, but they voted to support him. So this this emergency of truckers, you know, parking in the capital is uh, you know so desperate that uh, you know they they can't use any kind of uh, less uh, less aggressive means. <clears throat> How long do you think this thing's going to last? Forever. I mean, once the government's got power, it never. So we got rid of we got rid of uh, Saddam Hussein. We uh, got rid of. Um, um, uh, Al Qaeda, including Osama bin Laden, we still have right. the Patriot Act. We're still right. fighting a war on terror. We've been fighting a war on drugs basically as long as I've been alive. Uh, you know, it, you know I, I'm concerned that the war on COVID in this country will never end. Um, you know, they, the only thing that stops it is when there is a dramatic <clears throat> change either in the culture or in the government. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> basically, uh, something I pointed out, you people especially in europe talk about how young the u.s is and our country's been around forever like well every country in europe has a new constitution since world war ii every single one of them mm-hmm. um the uk's union act is 1801 the u.s constitution was ratified in 1793 right now the u.s is the oldest extant government every other nation has had a new government in that time frame and yeah, whether, I think whether it's a positive change or not, they're different right. than what they were 200 and odd years ago. 
I think what's going to happen is in the next set of elections in each of these countries, including our own, whatever party's in power is not going to be the party in power after that election. Um, you'd, you'd hope so, but there's always people who either are easily panicked, easily persuaded, or enjoy the jackboot. Uh, they want the government to have more power. We, um, my, my eldest daughter and I, she was a teenager at the time, did a demonstration at a convention. <clears throat> on government control versus the free market. <clears throat> they were doing live action Frogger. If you remember the Frogger video game, the frog yeah. ran across. Cross, yeah, across the road. Yeah. <laughs> they had taped out lines. I've got video and they had people walking back and forth as singles and in groups as cars and trucks. And then blindfolded person is the frog and someone is shouting instructions to them, left, right, forward, back to get them. And the trucks will change speed, so, you know, just like they would in the real, in the video game. And yeah, how how far does a person hop before they get squashed by a truck? You know, probably not very far. But... Left, 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 forward, right, right, back, right. crunch. <laughs> now, <laughs> if the person playing the frog takes their mask off and just walks across the board, there's literally no issue whatsoever. Right, because because they are making decisions for themselves as yeah, opposed to listening gross, to people. Yeah, it's it's a it's a gross comparison. <laughs> right, but. You know, the person right there right now can make a decision, whereas the person back there, one, doesn't, there's, a, there's the man-in-the-loop delay, <clears throat> there's the decision-making delay, you know, if, you know, and, and just like we discussed for um, uh, drone warfare or RPV warfare for the military. You've got speed of light lag if you're using satellites. Mm-hmm. You've got decision-making uh, errors. You may not have all sensory input <clears throat> versus someone who's actually flying the craft. <clears throat> You know, the, and the, the same thing with any kind of uh, political activity. You know, the, the, uh, one of the things uh, I, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and support was moving the um, Department of Agriculture out to Kansas City. And all these poor bureaucrats are going to have to leave D.C. Yeah, relocation is a fact yeah. of business. Well, uh, even even like the even the Germans, are, even the, the Germans are. in World War II, like they had their, they had a philosophy called Auftragstaktik, which was. Um, you know, take away all the biases is it would empower the junior officer on the spot on the like closest to the action mm-hmm. to make decisions. And the U S right? has always had that on paper. The U S military yeah. has always had that on paper. And that was something the, the Germans complained about was, you know, they followed their doctrine and the U S had doctrine and it wasn't clear that anyone who cared about the doctrine, right. <laughs> obeyed the doctrine, or was called to account if they violated the doctrine. <laughs> the more like guidelines. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. The lieutenant, lieutenant could go, well, we're not going to do that right now. We're going to do this. And yeah. then you know, Patton was famous for open-ended orders. You know, in, in the absence of other uh, authority, find something to attack and destroy it. You know, right. We're destroying the enemy. So if no one's told you to do anything else, you see some any enemy, destroy them. <laughs> Yeah, pretty simple. Yeah, yeah. pretty simple. Uh, but yeah, like the decentralization, definitely. Um, yeah, it's, it, it is very much decentralization versus centralization of authority with the government. Yeah, I mean, the, the uh, um, anti-federalists would have been horrified at what they see. <clears throat> yeah. you know, they'd ask us why we weren't already shooting. <clears throat> you know, some bureaucrat can tell you what to do with your land. <clears throat> Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. Well, and in fact, we referenced in our short story where the the EPA uh, halted a military exercise. This was actually from real life, put into fiction. The EPA halted a military exercise with expensive multi-million dollar aircraft and training time because there was an endangered white whooping crane on the flight line. 
So all air oh, operators so, have to suspend. So yeah. I was at the National Training Center. If you if you ran over a desert tortoise, yeah, everything stops. Yeah, ten thousand dollar fine, investigation. They had a little turtle fence where yeah. you had like the, the, the extended underground to prevent right. these desert tortoises from coming on. So oh yeah, God, it's, a, it's a pint of gasoline on the ground. Now we have to dig a you know, cubic meter of dirt out because of contamination. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Especially, especially in the Middle East. I, I, every time I went to the Middle East, I was snarking. It's like, what's it going to do? Contaminate the oil? <laughs> this whole part of the world <laughs> floats on oil. You spilled some oil on the ground and it will contaminate what? The oil? <laughs> yeah, I think, I think we were a little bit, we were a little okay with oil, like a little bit of oil, but you spilled, like you had a fuel spill yeah you're digging oh no either yeah any any uh feel all yeah <clears throat> yeah the 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 paper uh, you know, the paperwork i did for accounting for all this hazmat including you know things like refrigerant and solvents and you know there, there's you know the, the cb showed up and did us a favor of giving us a bunch of refrigerant they didn't need including some r11 which hasn't been legal for use in a couple of decades uh, three decades now i guess uh, i had to do the paperwork to dispose of it they gave it to us as a gift like that's, no, uh, that's very nice that's very nice yeah all right so, so going back to canada i think i think we're already like eight minutes over your your oh, your time yeah we can wrap this up here so so with, with regards to canada what like what do you think is going to happen going forward like what do you what's, what's your projection I mean, there will obviously be a pushback but you know when you know it's it's at this point, literally, Trudeau could look at a letter to the editor in the newspaper and go, well, this person is helping the opposition seize their assets. He has the authority to do that. Um, the, you know, he, he was claiming that the, uh, the members of parliament who voted against it uh, were anti-government. You know, they, they don't trust the government to make decisions. Well, no, they are the government trying to make a decision. What you mean is they don't trust you to make the decision. So what you're right. saying is, l'état c'est moi. I am the state. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How dare they not let me make this decision? Uh, well, there's they're a legislature. And they're a legislature. <laughs> but we had that here you know, with the governor of Michigan, the governor of Washington, the governor of Oregon, well, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Like in the in the yeah. like they made they changed made uh, changes to their election laws. Yeah. Uh, like the Secretary of State did without. Well, I'm talking about the you know, uh, the COVID restrictions. So the, oh, oh, yeah. the legislature yeah. can't meet. This is too important for the legislature to get involved. Like, well, I voted for my legislature. They, yeah. under, they I've talked to my legislature. They understand what I need. On a smaller local basis, you know, and there's but they will vote and decide. Uh, uh, we're, we're one of the states where they took the governor's power away from him. He claimed it was unconstitutional for the uh, legislature to change the law, <laughs> and uh, suiting court and lost, <clears throat> and that uh, it was a violation of, of my freedom for them to vote on something rather than. It's it's almost as if like we frequently talk about like in geopolitics, gray zone warfare, right? Mm -hmm. This is like the domestic equivalent of gray zone politics where they just do think politicians, and and I'm not like, I'm not pointing at any particular side, but they'll, you know, politicians will just take it as far as they can. Sometimes just going right through what the the laws say and then say, you know, challenge me. It's, it's one of those big picture versus small picture things. I, I can look at a picture like this. If you put me in charge as dictator, I could fix most of these problems. Yeah. But would anyone like my fix? Some Probably people might. Not. You <laughs> might enrich some people, but other people are going to hate you. Right. Oh, oh, yeah. Enriching people is not part of it. But yeah, it's, like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, 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 it's not entirely a joke, but I, I pointed out for a lot of issues, I, I have the, the violence first policy. 
if you identify mm -hmm. the problem and commit violence early on, you don't have to commit more violence later. Right. You know, if, someone, if someone had identified Hitler properly in 33 and shot him, there'd be other issues. But you know, very likely you would have avoided the death camps and uh, you know, a massive scale war. <laughs> you know, well, we avoided millions of casualties in Japan by maximum yes. violence with the two atomic bombs. Yeah. Right. yeah. There's people who argue that. But yeah, if you look at the Japanese um, documentation from the time, they were willing to fight. They were, they were arming 12-year-old schoolgirls with sharpened stakes. You know, that's mm -hmm. how far they were willing to fight. Bang. Are you? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. And you know, any number of, um, you know, a boxing match. If there's a knockout in the first round, you don't have to have eight more rounds. <laughs> like, yeah. You might avoid some, uh, you know, long-term <laughs> brain injuries too, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. <laughs> right, right. Are his problem, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's very easy to, it, it, at some level, to fix problems when you have ultimate authority. But at the same time, you know, do you have all the information available? Or right. What is the outcome of that? And how is that going to affect, you know, the, the whole point of constitutional government is that people don't have unlimited power for, for those reasons. Yeah, I think, I think dictators are certainly much more efficient and certainly better at short-term decision-making. Mm -hmm. But I think democracies or republics, which is kind of what, what the U.S. really is, are much more yeah. effective at you know, they, they might be chaotic and unstable in terms of getting to good short-term decisions, but in the long run, they tend to coalesce toward the right, um, yeah. you know, thing for, for the greatest yeah. number, for the, for the greater good. Whereas so, dictatorships tend to, tend to, over time, they might do things for the greater good in the beginning, but at the end of the day, it becomes all about the the cult of personality and, you know, solving right. the dictator's whims. Right. So, you know, so, so to wrap up for Canada, I mean, either there's going to be more and more basically just civil disobedience. Mm -hmm. You know, for example, if they take all those donations and the truckers just stay home for a month and don't deliver anything. Yeah. It'll cripple the economy. Yeah. Very quickly. That's and if they don't have access to money, why wouldn't they do that? Right. Why should they go out and get harassed, insulted, you know, do hard work, and be accused of being the problem when they can just sit home. I mean, he uh, literally gave them nothing to lose. They already right. lost everything. And if the government, if, if he won't let them do that, um, there is no reason for some of them not to start committing violence. What else are they going to do? Well, that's the, well, that's the thing. They don't even need to commit violence. Like if if he expects them to work, right. they don't have access to their own money or their own vehicles like, at this point. He's literally he's the one who's going to have to commit violence to get them to move. And that's the other a possible outcome uh, otherwise you know within short term uh, parliament can rein him in and say okay the, that that's over that was you know you, you've accomplished what you needed to you cleared the town it's over will they but will they and will he uh, abide by that when they do it or will he try and invoke it again we had states here where they were invoking emergency acts 30 days apart every 30 days you know endless emergency <clears throat> until you know legislatures or courts finally called them out and we had the issue of you know, there were several judges who punted and uh, wussed out. And it's like, well, it's not up to the courts to, to uh, question the government. Like, no, that's literally your job, sir. That's literally why you are in the position you have, is right. to question everything and go, so here's the limits of your power, the, you know, the authorization of your power.
yeah it's do yeah. your job like, yeah. do your job um so, all right yeah, well it's going to be bad for canada economically um it already is it's going to be you know hopefully it can be resolved peacefully and they realize it was a mistake and don't cross that line again but the historically canada, speaking, every canada generally generally does the right thing like they're they're much more they're, <laughs> yeah. a little, they're less unruly than than us americans are you know yeah. we're, we're a little unruly again when everyone talks about how peaceful canadians are i have two words ice hockey well that's uh, how they get it out if they I didn't have ice hockey, ice hockey. Uh, canadians right. are not nice people i got bullied a lot more in canada than i did in the u.s so interesting know, it's, uh, yeah <laughs> yeah they're nice to a point and you know and then they stop being nice. Uh, but, all know, right, my yeah, friend. Hopefully um, it all works always, out, we'll see. Yeah, always a pleasure. I, I'm looking forward to see how, seeing how it turns out. And thanks for giving me a, uh, again, giving me and the audience a good primer on exactly what's going on. Because I just, and, like I said, I just check. And I'm like, whoa, wait, what? They seized assets right. and bank accounts? Like, wait, what? It went from like zero to a million in like yeah. 2.1 without, seconds. Without court orders and the people who they thought were involved, whether or not they were. Well, Freddie and I are working on a, um, a, a uh, another future war story for you, so it should be. Uh, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to it. I'm it gives us a chance to, to get all our, uh... <laughs> especially since there's an element of China in it. Yes. So. Uh, all right, my friend. I know the Olympics could be another episode. <laughs> <laughs> all right, my friend. Always, always good talking to you. Talk to you soon. Later. Later.